You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Back to Tom and Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back. It is Tom and Bach. Tom Stevens here. Jake Bachhoven there. Steve Zippel is on the line. Yeah, we bring him in. Hi, Steve. How are you? Good. And you? We're good. Um, other than another tough loss uh, for Nebraska football, it would have been easier to do the, this show. I'm sure it would have been a little easier for you to do your show, Early Break with Sip and Jake, had they won. Uh, but now they've lost eight one-score games. Uh, the best, worst team, we like to call them, in college football history. Uh, how much good can you find in this season? Oh, that's a good question. I mean, I think you can find some good. It was definitely, it was definitely a, a, you know, it was a wickedly bad schedule. They were competitive. I mean, if, okay, well, an example is, is, I think most people's knee-jerk reaction when they're watching Michigan and Ohio State, the game on Saturday, I think my knee-jerk reaction is always, man, Nebraska's a long way from these teams. But then you, you have to kind of remind yourself, well, I don't know, they're, not that, they're not that far away from either of them, mm. at, at least on, if you just look at the head-to-head competition. Yeah. Um, so there's, I mean, there was a lot of, and I do, and I and I do subscribe to that. That there's something to showing up all the time, competing mm-hmm. hard, and it it does show, you know, it shows a measure of progress in mm-hmm. the program. It's really an empty conversation at this point. Um, but I do, but I do think there's something to that. Um, but you know, they're in a predicament now. The co- you know, they Scott knows it. Um, everybody associated with the program knows it. They're in a they're in a very tense time now. They got to win. Um, they're going to have to win uh, right out of the gate in 2022, and the, everything that they're doing now has to point toward doing that. What's the timeline for kind of filling some of these pieces in where, whether it's knowing whether these players are leaving or, you know, kind of the, the coaching hires. I'm sorry. Can, uh, let me, can you ask that question again, boss? Uh, yeah. Just what, what do you think the timeline is for kind of figuring out and putting oh. some of the pieces together for 2022, as far as the coaching staff hires and then some of the players that still haven't decided what they're going to do. 
Yeah, timeline. I think things mostly will move pretty quickly. I think that when you're talking about the coaching staff, I was told yesterday that there could be some positions um, that are announced in the next few days or or I need to rephrase that after a few more days. I guess I'm not expecting any announcements today, but I wouldn't go much further than that. Now, as far as players go, um, that's, there'll be, there'll be movement there. Um, as far as when this week, I mean, you're going to see some things this week. It's not all, it'll be different, um, depending on the player. I mean, everybody's wondering about Adrian. Um, and again, I don't, I think that there's a decision he's still wrestling with based on what I was hearing yesterday. That doesn't mean, you know, that overnight he didn't make it and could announce it today, but I'm not anticipating that. So, but as far as the timeline goes, I think we'll know a lot by the end of this week, Bach, as far as the coaching staff goes. Stephen of the Lincoln Journal star. We think that Scott Frost will become more of a CEO and his next offensive coordinator will have more free reign to run that offense. But at the same time, he has said that as Scott Frost has said that he really likes uh, what this offense is capable of, and he likes option football. It feels like Smothers could do that. Certainly, Adrian has done that. How much different do you expect the offense to look like next year? Well, there's the question. I mean, it's just, uh, Tom, I hate to do this, but it just depends on who you're hiring. I mean, it depends on that that guy a lot, largely. Now, now, there is one part of that discussion I think is really important and, and does – and does give you a little more of an idea, and that is, I think, I, I mean, I really firmly believe that you have to hire an offensive coordinator whose system fits the personnel on hand. Mm-hmm. I mean, it has to. It has to. Um, and how, how else are you going to make it work? And now that one way, I guess, in a in one way, is to bring in a a bunch of guys from the portal, but. I mean, by and large, I think it has to be an offense that fits the personnel that, that that's already there. So that gives you some idea. I don't think we're gonna it's gonna be a radical shift. Um, I'd be surprised if it's like, you know, if we're looking at a like a Mike Leach type offense, um, mm-hmm. uh, like an air raid. I don't. know. I guess I'd be a little surprised by that. But I don't really rule anything out except, you know, the important thing. Listen. Why do I say that? Because they got to get it going quick. I mean, you can't come in with an offense that doesn't fit your guys and say, well, we got to still recruit to this system. Trev has said this is not – Trev is – Trev Alberts, the AD, has made it clear this isn't a reset. You know, I mean, it's not, okay, this buys him three more years to get the right personnel to fit this offense. No, it's got to go now, and it's got to go quickly. Uh, how much of a parallel do you see between uh, what happened with uh, with in Ann Arbor over the weekend uh, with Coach Harbaugh and finally getting over Michigan over the hump? Of course, he took that pay cut uh, and kind of t- to keep go- his job there in Ann Arbor. Um, some people would say that, that maybe that's kind of a similarity between him and Frost, but a lot of other people would argue that's about where the similarities end. Which which side would you be more on that on that argument? Oh, that's a good question, Bach. I mean, I contemplated that this weekend. In fact, I thought about writing it. I mean, where the where it ends, I mean, there is parallels because Harbaugh hired a new coordinator on the defensive side, and they had to make it work fast, and they did. There's a parallel there. There's no doubt about it. They they made it work, and they changed up a little bit 
I mean, I'm not an expert on Michigan football, but they went to hardball football on the offensive side more. You know, you know what I'm talking about, more of a pro-style um, 12 personnel. We're just going to run. We're going to run it at you on second and seven. We're going to run it at you, you know, and that's just and then take deep shots off play action, take shots off play action. That's a hardball offense. That's what they did on the defensive side. They, they changed the staff up and had to get it to go in quickly. And they did. So there is parallel. The difference is what people are always going to point out is Michigan didn't go as bad as Nebraska has. They didn't go, you know, four and eight. And five. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Five and seven. I, I guess they did finish five under 500 last year during the COVID year. A weird year, but uh, you know, there's a okay. I'll tell you one one place where it ends. Look at the two rush ends that yeah. the two defensive ends that Michigan has. Look at the running back Michigan has, or, or I guess you could say running backs. But I'm talking about Hassan mm-hmm. Haskins. Um, but Nebraska doesn't have anything like Aiden Hutchinson or David Ojabo for that matter mm-hmm. as the two defensive ends that both have double double digit sack totals. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they don't have that offensive line that Michigan has. Uh, they don't have the defensive front, I mean, that Michigan has. As good as Nebraska is, it has been up front at times. It's not like Michigan. So, ah, it's, it's, a hard, it's hard to sell it. It's hard to sell it too far. Down, too far. Uh, yeah. That's what I'd say. Steve Sippel is our guest. Uh, we mentioned the eight-score, one-score losses. So many of those related to special teams, and special teams has directly uh, caused Nebraska to lose the last couple of weeks, the block punt uh, against Iowa, the kickoff return uh, against Wisconsin. Scott has previously said it's not the special teams, it's the specialists. Well, we understand now that it's it's probably more than just the specialists. Uh, just for PR sake alone, he's got to hire a special teams coordinator, right? Yeah, I think he knows it now. I, I, I don't. I think that conversation is has shifted that direction. I just, yeah. Yeah, from a PR from a PR standpoint, for sure. I think if he tried to stand pat with what they're doing now, yeah, I mean, I think there'd be a very negative reaction. And I think that is a factor in this discussion right now. Um, and I, you know, and I'm not. I rode over the weekend and 
that he's got to make that move, go to a dedicated special teams coach. It's no guarantee. I hope people don't think that's just a guarantee. It, you know, we, you guys have talked about Bruce Reed, and it doesn't always work out that well. A lot of people will say it's not a great idea, but um, <laughs> but I think he's got to change what he's doing. So maybe it's maybe you don't want to make the conversation too difficult because he's got to change something, right? Yeah. Um, and and you know, I thought this year at times it started to look better structurally schematically and a lot of the times it was just the guys who touched the ball but then then you know the last two games that all changed that conversation changed it went back to kind of the the scheme structure on-field coaching conversation you know it's on the other hand guys it's, it's sort of mesmerizing there's one kid that missed a tackle on the long kickoff return against wisconsin if he makes a tackle you know, that conversation's not really being had, right? And then there's a kid who blew, a, blew an assignment on that on the punt block the other day. Um, they, I mean, it's like I know that stuff has been addressed. Uh, and But, if you know, if anybody tried to defend it, I'd say, oh, well, just, it's not addressed enough and it's not addressed adequately. And I do think they got to make a change there. What do you think about the big move in the coaching carousel yesterday as Lincoln Riley, maybe the hottest young coach in college football, decides to, to go to Southern Cal? Yeah, well, I think a lot about it. I think, number one, it's Lincoln Riley basically saying, um, I want to get out of this Oklahoma to the SEC thing. Not that he's – I wouldn't say that he's fearful. Um, I don't want to – I don't want to suggest that he's scared, running scared. I don't. I just think he's moving into a better situation, um, and a lot of that has to do with the, the Oklahoma's move to the SEC, where you know what you're getting into there. Barry Trammell, the, the Oklahoman columnist, the Oklahoman newspaper columnist, referred to it as a den of a den of vipers, and that's kind of what you're moving into in the SEC. Maybe maybe Lincoln Riley just didn't just was opposed to that sort of world. And now he's moving into a world, the Pac-12, where USC should be the premier program and probably will be the premier program and has a, chance, a great chance to be the premier program year in and year out now. It hasn't been. They've, run through, they've kind of run through a wild bunch of coaches, yeah. Kiffin, Lane Kiffin and Ed Orgeron, uh, um, Clay Helton, the missing one, and the, oh, Steve Sarkeesian. Yeah. It's been kind of a wild group they've whipped, whipped through, um, but now you know they've they found a gem, and a lot of that I think I think has to do with Oklahoma going to the SEC. Um, so Mike Bone, the athletic director, pulled off quite a coup over the weekend. Uh, so two of the jobs are now filled. USC's got their guy in Lincoln Riley. Uh, Florida got theirs as well. Billy Napier has just been named. So that leaves LSU and Oklahoma open. Of those four jobs, which is the best job in your mind? Of those four, LSU, Oklahoma, USC, and what's the other one? Uh, LSU, Oklahoma, Florida. Florida. I'd say USC is the best. It's a blue. It's the blue. Yeah, I'd say USC because of what we we established. Recruiting base, tradition. It's manageable. I mean, I mean, I think now all of a sudden you kind of expect that USC will be a, a pretty consistent player in the college football um, race, the college football playoff race, um, whether it's four teams or eight or whatever it is. 
I think they're going to be a consistent participant. Now, could you say that about Oklahoma? Um, because of what they're getting into, I don't, mm. I don't, I, I don't think so. Yeah. So, USC is one of the the bluest of blue bloods. You know, yeah. I'd say there's four or five schools that you would call the bluest of blue bloods. Yeah. And I would say USC's in there, Alabama's in there, Ohio State is in there, Notre Dame is in there, and USC's in there, and you can't go too much further than yeah. that. Hey, uh, great stuff, Sip. We appreciate the time. All right, thank you, guys. Uh, Steve Sipple of the Lincoln Journal-Star. How would you rank them before we go to break? Uh, you have uh, 30 seconds. USC, U- USC, LSU, Florida, and Oklahoma. Uh, outside of like the current situation, I'd probably put LSU at top. I would too. Um, yeah, I, I just I think that job's incredible. Um, but yeah, I mean you can't lose with any of them. That's I mean um, that's why the move it was somewhat surprising. Is um, you know it, it's not a big step up. It's just a change. Yep. Uh, let's get to break. Come back with the blog jog with Rico next. You're listening to Tom and Bach. Watch live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.